0: Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, j Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. j Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, j Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, j also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at j your restaurant specialist. J&V Restaurant Supply has been your home for everything tailgating for the last 45 years. Stop into one of our three locations to pick up everything you will need to make your tailgate a winner. From bar gadgets to all the professional cooking tools you'll need to score big with your buddies, the public is always welcome. And to celebrate our 45th anniversary, J&V is offering drone delivery. Maybe we'll just use the truck. Go Cats! All right, hey, uh, welcome back. Uh, it's, it's great to be, you know, be here and continue to be uh, playing football this time of year. Um, the first thing I want to do is acknowledge the passing of, of Coach Holland. Um, had the good fortune of, of getting to know him a little bit, um, be around him a little bit, but more so just learning about him um, from former players, from former colleagues, uh, fans. Um, he was one of a kind, um, not only as a, as a player and a coach, but just as a person, and um, Saw him mid-season. I think it was the week of our first Weber game, and um, you know it was good to spend a little bit of time with him. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, very sad to learn of his passing, um, but his impact uh, on this program, on this university, will last uh, will last forever. So, um, you know, certainly our condolences are with his uh, with his family and all the uh, cl- people that were so close to him that were involved in this program. Um, like I said before, we're Excited to continue to be playing. Uh, this, you can get, get to this point in the season. Um, you're doing a lot of good things. And then on the flip side, you're going to be playing uh, against uh, good teams. And that's what we have um, in William & Mary coming in here, a team that uh, won their league, has found a way to win close games, um, has the same record as us, 11-1. and one. They had a real dominating win this past weekend. and you know they're a team that uh, you know certainly has our full attention. They uh, you know offensively are very explosive, can run the ball really well. In Saturday's game, they put up 300 yards passing at the at the same time, and defensively um, has a unit to really contend with. So, you know we're in a uh, we're in a week where we play Friday. Um, we've adjusted. Uh, we we sped up a little bit the week, I guess, as, as far as that goes today with our practice, and and look forward to the opportunity to play on Friday night in, in front of. Uh, not only our crowd, but a, a national TV audience. So, with that, I'll open it up. Uh, the the Sonny Holland um, uh, tapping of the statue, uh, was that before you or did it start with you? Uh, I think it was before. You know, they, the problem's been going on for a long time and the statue's been there for a while now. So, uh, I think it was going on before, but certainly um, important. And, you know, we showed a video that uh, was produced probably 10 years ago. I, I wanted our guys to learn. More about you know who the guy is that the the end the end zone stands are named after the statue all that and uh, it was um, you know, we did that like mid season was the same week that I went and saw him. and I, I think for our guys to have a better understanding of who he was uh, and uh, you know what his principles were um, in particular as a coach the video was done more about his coaching and specifically that championship season so uh, yeah he's I think our guys know full well. Who Coach Holland um, is, and you know we'll, uh, we'll wear a decal, you know, on our helmets the rest of the season now to, to honor him. I haven't seen it yet, so good. I'm not even not even sure. Okay. So I apologize for that. No Does his passing add any meaning to the rest of the season for Well, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I think you know he's a important figure in our program, and you know. Um, to say we're gonna I, I just think I guys understanding who he was and what he meant to this program is probably the biggest thing and then to to go and honor him um not only with, with a decal on our helmet but also our play, you know. So yeah, we'd certainly wanna take this as, as far as we, we could for, for Coach Holland. Um I guess switching to Lloyd and Mary, I'm Mike London is a coach with a lot of experience mm-hmm. yeah uh you know I had the success at Richmond uh, prior to, to moving up um, and then you know came back t- uh, to the FCS ranks and, and took this job over and and I was familiar we never played William and Mary at uh, North Dakota State but we were they were a playoff team in those uh those last couple of years I know that that I was there or you' seen them across or we played a couple CAA teams so you saw the brand of football that William and Mary played at that time and it felt like they were a really good program and, and with Coach London going there and um, you know, taking it uh, you know, to where he has right now, it's been impressive. Um, you know, it's apparent that they they have a good recruiting base where they're located. Um, they've done a great job as far as that goes, and then they've you know, develop guys. Um, that's you can see that, you know, watch them on film. And then I guess their offense there's Wilson and quarterback have you seen from him kind of their Yeah, offensively they're they get the potential to be really uh, dynamic and deceptive, um, and he's certainly the catalyst. Uh, runs well, um, you know, has is, is good rushing, rushing stats, and then he can, he can throw it too. And and you know, they use they use him in some different ways. They put some other guys in that quarterback position, not necessarily quarterbacks, but they they snap it to a bunch of different guys. Um, they have good running, they have good skill, good running backs, good. Uh, um, good receivers, and they utilize them a lot of different ways. They move them around in a lot of different ways. A good O line, good tight ends. Um, you know, they have the ability to run the football. Um, I think they're over 270 a game. Uh, that puts them in the top five rushing in the FCS. And then, like I said, they threw it for 300 against Gardner Webb. So, um, explosive offense, and, and he is certainly the the key, and he is a talented uh, quarterback. And then defensively, I think Pius is the, has 19 titles you know they they're they're, they're principled for sure. Um, they don't put themselves in a lot of bad positions, and, and and they turn some of those guys loose. So so he plays an outside backer, but really plays a defensive end quite a bit. And yeah, anytime you get those those figures as far as tackle for losses, and I think he's got 11 sacks as well. And he leads them in tackles. Um, very active player. And then their their other end, I know 99 has a high number of TFLs and and sacks as well. Um, I think linebacker play they're very strong. Um, so they've been, uh, you know, they've they, offense defense. You know, much like we want to, they've really complemented each other through the course of the season. You know, in big games, um, close games, they've they've held on the leads. They've taken the ball away defensively, and they found ways to score on offense. So um, really impressed with, with what they uh, they put on film. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I think our defense, you know, the the first and foremost principle is that we're going to stop the run, um, and 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 be gap sound, and you know, have guys in position to tackle the football. And so, yeah, we faced uh, some really good offensive teams in our league. Some teams that are uh, run uh, run oriented, and and we've done we've done our right against them. And and, it, and we got to be able to call upon that, but but understand that. You know, William Mary's scheme is just a little bit different, but there's only so many schemes offensively that you can run, so we have to be um, we have to be where we need to be and when we're there tackle some really good players, whether that's uh, their the you know, whole host or running backs they have or their quarterback. And I know you kinda of mentioned on Saturday, but now that you've seen the film, is there anything that stuck out from Coach Daley defense? Well, I just I thought we, uh, we 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 made some good adjustments. You know, the, the plays that uh, that maybe popped in the first half Um, I think coming in at halftime, we knew we knew what went uh, went wrong. I guess on those particular plays, Um, you know, it was a couple plays where you know we were, you know, changed the look, whatever, and and did something a little bit differently than they probably had. And that happens in in any kind of football game. So I thought we came in and as a staff, they got together and, and made some really good adjustments and. You know, um, quarterback switch, they're chasing points at the end. We're trying to just keep the ball in front of us. Unfortunately, we, we didn't uh, um, do that on each play, but I, I thought from a call perspective, I thought, I thought Bobby did a real good job. No, we'll go back to our, our normal. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Well, I think it starts with uh, slowing down the run game. You know, um, they uh, they get things going run-wise, and the RPO and the play action off that is where, um, you know, they've got a lot of big plays. Um, they have a, a bunch of playmakers. So, you know, it's not just their quarterback. It's He can hand the ball off to some effective runners, and he can throw it to some, you know, really talented guys too. So, you know, like any like any week for us um, it's it's really limiting the run game it's you're not gonna completely shut it down but it's limiting the run game and then um, from a pass perspective um, you know again I say keep the ball in front of us um, and we haven't been perfect at that by any means but I think we've gotten better and better at that as the season one has gone along so uh, you know we get them in pass situations I like like our chances you know when, when it's an obvious pass situation we can We can turn our guys up front loose. Um, That's what we want to get into. So I I don't think it's any different type of approach, Um, particulars maybe within that approach adjust from one week to the next, but um, you know we're definitely excited about the challenge. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com rewards to register and start saving. Town You know, outside of a couple plays, which those couple plays still still count, it was pretty good. You know, we we let a couple uh, plays get behind us. The the touchdown on the third and long in the first quarter, um, and then the um, the longer play. We were in zone coverage that got behind us in the fourth quarter. You know, I think outside of that, we defended it pretty well. The ball was in the air a few times. They made some good plays. I thought that we did as well. Um, we uh, we put pressure on them. We hit their quarterback. Um, uh, obviously forced another guy into the game and I thought the other guy played really well and he he was you know he gave them a little bit of spark because I think at that time Barron was pretty beat up and then they, you bring in the fresh fresh legs he he ran around a little bit differently on us so but all in all I was you know I think it was a, a solid performance and um, you know the biggest thing we did against Weber though we we really limited their run game and that made it hard for them. No, I, I think real important, and, and I think the continuity that uh, that Brian brought to to our new staff and a guy that had been here several years and he hadn't worked with the old line exclusively through that time, but he, he knew the guys. I think he knew what we had, and you know, I think he knew we had some young guys um, in particular that uh, you know, if we keep developing them, we could we could really have something, and you know that. Uh, that work he's done with those guys from from the time I got here, but in particular out of last season through this year, has been very impressive. You know, you bring you bring a group together. Um, it's, it's about teaching. It's about uh, the development on the field. It's about setting expectations for what uh, what it should look like, um, holding him accountable. And I think he's done a real good job of that through the course of this year. It seems like he's pretty adaptable he like can switch to like different, when different linemen or there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think anytime you've coached for some time, you um, being adaptable is part of it because you really have to, um, to me, you have to take your scheme and fit it to your guys as opposed to thinking you're always going to have these guys that are going to fit to your scheme. Um, that's just not the way it goes, um, recruiting-wise. You don't have the pick of the litter all the time, so you gotta recruit the guys you think can play, and then really assess what they can do. And that, you know, in a run game, that's a collection of your O-line, and your backs, your ball carriers in general. And I think we've done a really good job of assessing who we are, and then playing to those strengths this season. And that's certainly um, Coach Armstrong. It's uh, it's Taylor. It's it's. Tyler Walker, it's the whole crew and Jimmy Beal, I mean the whole crew coming together in a run game and really devising a plan each week that's going to allow us to move the football. And then his recruiting style, I guess, his recruiting prowess, I guess, and then also his coaching style, how would you describe those two? Um, well, I, I think, I, I, you know, the adaptable would be the word because like I said, recruiting the offensive linemen, we don't have this hey, we, we're going to get all these 6'5 monsters, necessarily. Now, OK, if we get a 6'5 kid, is he a, a lighter kid that can develop? you got to be able to see that. Is he going to be committed to developing? Um, is he going to be athletic? You know, if you have a um, a guy that maybe doesn't have the height that you like now, what's, what's what are his strengths? Um, so I think in recruiting, um, you know, at this level, they're not going to all look the same, but they better have some of the same qualities, uh, the athleticism, the ability to... To develop, um, and develop is is certainly in the weight room, um, but it's developing a style of play that that we want to be about, and we really want to you know we need to be smart. We need to, those guys need to be intelligent intelligent players up there up front. So yeah, I think um, we've honed in on on what we're looking for generally speaking, and then you bring them in, and you, you know it's up to Brian in particular, um, Coach Heron to to put their or touches on them, I guess, and, and uh, you know, make them into what they are. And the good thing is, we get we're playing really well up front, but we're young, and I think I think we got a capacity to continue to grow with with that group and some of the guys that we're not seeing out there. Well, I, we brought the guys in yesterday um, and, and watched the game. We typically would give them Sunday off. We practiced longer today. Um, you know, so you, it just kind of moves everything up a day. Uh, you know, you have the the eight fifteen kick on a Friday, which we've had an eight fifteen kick a couple times now on on Saturday. So I think we're used to that long day. Um, so I think those are the, the, the subtle things that change. But otherwise, you just set your clock forward a little bit, and you know, you know they set the time when you're going to go play at it. Yeah, uh, really. Out of that game, um, there there wasn't much that occurred as far as injuries go. Um, You know, we've had a few guys slowed up, but uh, not to keep them out, and we didn't uh, we didn't suffer anything new. Um, You know, so that was we were fortunate to come out of that game feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, I thought there was a couple runs that you said that there it is, you know, uh, as, as far as um, breaking tackles, you know, making making people uh, in the back end really frustrated with trying to tackle them. Um, but there was a little rust, too. I think he had 10 carries, and, you know, it was probably a 50-50 proposition on, uh, you know, what looked really good, and then what, okay, we, you know, whether it was timing or whatever, that there's still some work to be done, but... Uh, you know he blocked well when he had a chance to as well, so it wasn't just him carrying the football. Um, I think his presence out there was felt, and you know I, I anticipate that uh, you know with a week or a game under his belt, you know he'll be able to take a step forward this next week. Is there anything else you could say about uh, the return of Willie back? Like I said. No, I mean I I, I think this. Uh, you know, missing a missing a game as a coach that's a that's a stiff penalty. Um, we. We are in this profession, obviously, to develop and uh, mold young men, but then to um, also be part of that competition on a Saturday. So he served that uh, that penalty in addition um, to, uh, you know, a few other things. I, I guess that was the primary deal, and, and you know, we uh, we're excited to get him get him back. And so I'll leave it at that. John, any questions from Richmond? Not terribly familiar with, uh, how do you sort of latch on to what they are what Mary is? Uh, thank you. yeah that's a good question I I think that's the, the beautiful thing about this time of year you do get these cross cross um, cross country matchups and uh, I think you got to do your best um, of watching the video and and assessing what you what you think it looks like um, and uh, you know certainly holding your opponent that, that becomes one of one of eight now in very high regard um and there's certainly some uh, allowing it to play out at the early stages of the game um I, I know that's part of it but you know I think you can you can really assess what you see schematically um you can make your best judgment on what what they are like as individuals physically and then you got to go out and, and really still be more <laughs> worried about what you do and, and how you play and um You know, but there is certainly that element of kind of figuring some of that out as you go. Um, But they're a good, you know, William Mary's a really good team, and that's apparent. And uh, you know, to yeah, to get caught up in trying to sort out any comparing of scores and any of that—that's that's that's not worth anything at this point in time. In just a few minutes, small business owners can now sign up for Blackfoot Communication Services. Whether it's dependable voice options or internet services, sign up simply by visiting blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Click on the services you wish, select an installation time and date, and you're done. Small business services at the touch of your fingers. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications and blackfootsmallbusiness.com.